Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So then he wasn't religious and he died an atheist. But I was in, I think it was in St. Paul's or Westminster Abbey once. It's one of those two. Yeah. And Darwin's in the fucking church. He's buried in the church. They got him in Wait, the end. What? They buried him. Oh, dead. D- Darwin's yeah. de- not alive. <laughs> dead. They bury him alive like he's just still scratching the like, last. Like, is... you guys let me out now? I'm yeah. fucking Charles Darwin. <laughs> well, Westminster Abbey. Yeah, that's it, I think. Sometimes I think um, Darwin, is, is he kind of responsible for the Holocaust? <laughs> Why do you think that? Because <laughs> the I'll science... let you take this one. <laughs> Year is with Red and Bobby. Welcome to the Year is podcast, the podcast where your co-host goes on fucking vacation to Spain and leaves you. But guess what? Actually, once they leave you, you realize maybe you didn't need them as much as you thought you did in the first place. The year is. This is the year is. I'm Bobby Mayer. This is my new co-host. Luke Chilton. Luke Chilton. That's right. That's me. He's got a stiff neck. He can't turn his head. Yeah, it's hard. Follow my hand. Yeah. No, move your head. No, I don't want to. It's going to hurt. What's wrong with your fucking head? I I went jujitsu. I got fucked up. But like, it doesn't... But you don't look like someone who should be doing any kind of martial arts. What do, what do you... What the fuck do you mean by that? Like, you look like like me, a brittle boy. Yeah, but that's exactly the person who should do martial arts, you know? I don't have natural natural strength, so I got to learn how to use what you've got. Yeah, which apparently I learned how to use my neck. So who took you down? Uh, this fat <laughs> white belt guy. He's a white. Is white bad? White's bad. So white's like, like brand new. So a brand. So first of all, why are you fighting a guy? Who's, you've been doing it for a while, right? Yeah, a few years. Yeah. So you just like I'm gonna beat up this new guy so <laughs> I can feel good about myself. <laughs> you were like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking throw him on the ground and feel like a king. And that was the plan. And look so at me now. Did they pair you up together though? Were they? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. They were like so they... teach him a thing or two. And this is the thing. I fucked him up. But he's fucked me up long term. So how did you fuck him up? We're just wrestling with him. So like I submitted him. I choked him out. Okay. Four times. Four times. Yeah. But then he like did some like. He tried to choke you out. He tried to. Yeah. But this is this is the thing. You get injured by the people who are shit in jujitsu. Of course. Because they, put... they just do random like. So he's putting the pressure in the wrong place on your neck. Yeah. Exactly. So he'll do. He like put me in like a you know like a bulldog thing when you're in school. Yes. Like, and you just put them under your arm. Like, so he was holding me like that. And he was like, and he was like a big fat guy. And he was like straining as much. But like, that doesn't do anything. Well, so you like, just wait for them to get tired, right? 
But what it does do is pull your neck muscles. But it pulls your neck muscles like two days later. Okay. <laughs> so now I'm like, well, maybe that was quite an effective move. Yeah, he was <laughs> just he was playing a long game. Yeah, yeah. A long game of trying yeah. to. Yeah, I put him to sleep in the in the but right temporary now, he's fucking, moment. He's eating his donuts, living a he's good life. He's fine. Yeah, he's probably fucking my girlfriend is probably what he's doing. With his you have a girlfriend neck. now? No. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. I wish I did. How do you fuck with a neck? Also, huh? you said he's fucking my girlfriend with a neck. You, you don't get his neck. You don't, you don't, have, a, you don't have a girlfriend. Any heat? <laughs> what do you do to fuck with your neck? I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I forgot how it works. That's sad. <laughs> there's, there's neck action involved. Yeah. There, yeah. Sure, but it's not. Like, I wouldn't say it's the main muscle. No. No, don't. I think that's the most hated thing. What do you think is the main? I sex don't like muscle? when people are telling a story about sex. Yeah. And then they start like acting it out. Uh, who does? You know, like, mm, like even like humping in conversation. <laughs> I'm like, hey, excuse me while I pull my penis out of my body because it just went inside. Please stop. Does it not help you get in the? What if it's someone you like? Well, if I'm like sexually interested in them, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But if it's just somebody like telling a story, like, yeah, I fucked her, and I'm like, we don't need the movement. <laughs> When you're talking, we all know what sex is. What if they did it like side to side like that? Uh, a bit of side to side. Yeah, fine. But well, if that, like, a, that's just and dancing. then I fucked her. <laughs> no, that's, I don't know. But I don't, Do I like just it? think it's unnecessary. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't paint me a picture. I think this paints quite a picture. It paints a picture of someone that's. <laughs> lying about I'll having be like, what? when you when you move like that it paints a picture of someone who's lying about ever having had sex that's had, it like i've had sex yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly I know about sex yeah you know a lot no you know a lot of things yeah you tickle your nose interesting <laughs> jody likes it i don't know if how you feel mm. i feel like Talking about sex gets less exciting as you get older because once it's not new anymore, it's like, yeah, yeah we're all doing the same five things. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, it's a limited. Well, even the fetish stuff is not that it is stupid. Yeah, cool. Like, Somebody not... pissed in your face. Yeah. Anyways, you know, yeah. like people who kind of form their whole personality around talking about who they're having sex with and when and also making it part of their like their like identity you know what i mean like i'm a fucker i fuck and then they just like yeah. like polyamory yeah great fuck who are you want to fuck great mm. but when people like you know a lot of the conversation is always like my primary partner my secondary partner blah 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 blah, blah. it's like listen <laughs> it's boring because it just ends in coming it's not a good story like when you're watching yeah. a movie and people just i i sometimes well, if if there's like like a hot love scene in a movie, I'm like skip. Yeah, it's like I get it. Sometimes it ends different though. Yeah. First time I got a blowjob. Okay. I came in her mouth. Just threw up everywhere. That is different. That's not what you expected. That's only happened that one time, and I was like, maybe that's <laughs> what happens. Did you I didn't think know that, any better? Do you think this is? And she cried as well. <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> you, wait, you didn't say why are you crying? You stood up. Okay. I was like, hey, it's okay. Well, she threw up and then started crying. I assume because she was embarrassed. Was she drunk? Uh, well, yeah, we were like both drunk. We were like teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's but that intense. was unexpected. Yeah, I didn't know that happened. I, I if anything, I blame you more than her. Why? <laughs> you did something. No, wait, that is so <laughs> unnecessary. Well, because <laughs> you weren't there. You mean you did though? I was lying back. I was the passive player in that. But your your penis did something. Your no, penis, yeah, she told me to come in her mouth. Well, yeah, I get that, but I'm just saying you, you maybe <laughs> came. You clearly came more than she was ready for. Like it was. <laughs> You should have said, by the way, this is going to be a lot. But I like, didn't know I was warning. like a comer. I you didn't know I had a <laughs> rocket-fueled like, you load. You did that day, I guess. <laughs> I was like 15. Did I she vomit know. on to you? Uh, she sort of went like, oh my god, and then grabbed the bin and was like, and was there for a little while, and then she was crying. Did you say, so should we continue? What did you... Well, I, don't know, I was in like post-orgasm bliss. So I was just sort of like, hmm, cool, Bojo. But it was comforting. I was like, hey, it's okay. <laughs> I just like, out of if you take like one piece of information out of this story, it's just about the time you, you got blown by a 15-year-old. That's what this story is about, right? Was 15, no, no, we just take that out. We leave that out. We leave that out. And then it's a, is a Jody going to edit this? Yeah, that's my the, black it's, metal. Oh, piece. it's going to be edited. There's the, the pivotal information of you also being 15 will be edited out. And she was crying. Just and I came so hard. Yes, a little mouth. Just so, to appeal to our our fan base, we know what they want actually better than anyone. What is your fan base for this? Uh well, I mean, it's hard. I don't. What's I don't the, know. If you're not done the demographic, the numbers. demographic, I would say, is people whose lives have not went to plan. <laughs> I would say generally, generally, like hardcore podcast fans are people whose lives aren't necessarily where they thought they'd be. This is such a where they're throwing at shade now. on your fan base. I'm not. I'm throwing shade on all people who get obsessed with any kind of comedy. They're all great people. <laughs> But they really need joy. Like, they need it. They need it. So, and that's good. Yeah. They have a hole. I fill that hole happy. Beautiful. That's a good exchange. Yeah. Um, would I say they're the most emotionally stable people? Probably not. Fuck yeah. But they're, you know, they're perfectly imperfect that's because they love us. Yeah. And yeah, where's Red? He's on vacation. He went to Spain for who knows how long. Where in Spain? Did I? I didn't ask. You're a bad friend. I did. I forgot. But mm, I don't, you know, Spain. It's hard listening to people sometimes as well. Yeah. You know, sometimes someone's talking. You sit there thinking, oh, I wish I was talking. And then yeah. they stop talking and think, oh, I didn't listen to anything you were saying. <laughs> And then now it's your turn to talk, but you since you didn't listen, you don't Red's really know what's going on. So now it's like I've lost my turn, kind of. So you go, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> that happens to me like once a day. I'll just, I'll just like come out. I'll be in my head and stop beating my head and realize, uh oh, this guy's been talking for two minutes. <laughs> then you think I better say something now that really affirms what they must have just said. Uh, yeah, that's fucking interesting. <laughs> yeah, cool. That's this perfect skills for podcasting as yeah. well. What? Huh? What flavor is that? I'm vaping strawberry ice cream. Mm. 
This is the kind of present you would have given that 15-year-old girl you went home with. They didn't even exist back then. Oh, yeah. Because I was a child. Sticking to this life, you were also (laughs) 15. We had to smoke real cigarettes back then. Oh, that's so much worse. These things just make my gums bleed and change color. Delicious. I was vaping. Is it healthy? I think so. My gums have changed color, but otherwise, good. Yeah. What, what color are they now? Just a bit gray. Is that a bad? Is that a good color for everyone, human flesh? I think everyone's favorite color is gray. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about uh, climate change. Yeah. So I used to be, last couple of years, whenever it was really nice, I would be like, oh, fuck, this is climate change. And the nicer the weather is, the more stressed I feel. But now I've changed my mind. Yeah, no, now what do you think? Well, now I think, hey, listen. In 30, 40 years, I'll be dead and my daughter will be knife fighting someone in the water wars. (laughs) And that's going to happen regardless. So the least climate change can do for my daughter is at least give her some nice summers (laughs) while I teach her how to knife fight in the garden. It's better to teach a kid on a knife fight in a, on a sunny day than in the rain. You're such a good dad. Thank you. I wish you were my dad. Well, actually, you might know it. No, jujitsu, there's no knives, is there? No. No. no you, you have a little karate outfit, and then you choke That's each a, other with the, your The weird thing to me outfit. is the outfit. You don't like the outfit. Well, because some martial arts, they're like, you can use this in life, right? Mm. But if you're going to use a martial art in life, you're never going to be in the outfit. Yeah, that's true. But you can wear it's like if you're wearing a coat. Why are you like wearing a same. robe though? Why have they why have they decided upon robe rather than shirt yeah. and pants? Because it's like badass. No. <laughs> it's more like Don't breakfast you, you... warrior. <laughs> you gotta be comfy. Yeah, I guess. Battle. Yeah. Battle. So this big guy, though, you choked him out four times. He didn't choke you out once. No. He just did you get out back. of the move when he had you in his... Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you just did you wait, get out of You just it? wait for him to get tired. And then what? And then you just, like, roll, do whatever you want to him because he's tired then. Yeah. But it's, like, a good, like, minute and a half of him just, like... And does it hurt a lot? Like, it's not comfortable, but it's not, like... You're not, like, oh, no. Like, I'm going to die. You're just sort of, like, ah, oh, fuck. I'd, like, lick your eyes when I... Put my tongue in your eyeball. <laughs> we'll whisper in their ear. Yeah. Having a great time. I'm gonna fuck your grandmother. I'm so hard right now. Yeah. I love your little outfit. But you don't always have to do it in the little outfit. Okay. You can do nogi jujitsu. Is that naked? Yeah. <laughs> Is it naked? No, no, you wear like skin tight okay. like uh bodysuit, I guess. I'd like it. And little shorts. Why not naked? I don't know. I'd say it's something to propose. Little, little, you would want balls out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> then, worst comes to worst, you just pull out a ball hair. <laughs> That's like, that would be my finishing move every time. One ball hair. Or a handful Submit. of ball hair. Use it as a grip. Yeah, you just twist the balls. Oh, there's, there's this move in, you know, American wrestling, like the, the one where they wear the, like, um, what is it? Like the headgear and the leotard. Yeah, yeah I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, they, wrestling. They've, they've got to move that called uh, checking the oil. Okay, where, where you uh, your thumb in their ass. <laughs> you put your middle two fingers in their ass, okay. and then you can like spin round them really effectively. Is that a real move? That's a real. Move. That's allowed. It's not allowed. Okay, but they've it's happened enough. 
that, that has got its own name. And they're like, dude, you're checking the oil. It's like, no, I wasn't, bro. I was just getting a grip. Like, oh, I see. So you, but you're allowed to, are you allowed to like palm their ass? In yeah, yeah. That's so you're fine. allowed to hold their ass. Yeah. But you, not you're encouraged, penetrate. if anything, because sometimes it's a good. A good grip. Yeah. But that's you, why That's why it's like, so jujitsu is like, there's a lot of women who do it as well. And it's, it's uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? Because also their tits are like right in the middle. Yeah. And you don't want to be grabbing their tits, but it's also like, <laughs> you want to control the chest, like the yeah. chest area is quite a like, Pivotal. you're grabbing a lot of stuff around there. So do you fight women? Yeah. Beat the shit out of them. Man. Okay. <laughs> I guess it depends on their skill level. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And you shouldn't do it without asking them, can we fight first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't surprise <laughs> you're attack. You're just... <laughs> yeah. Well, they thanks. did used to, sorry, they did used to uh, wrestle naked in ancient Greece. That's where they started. Did they? I think they've gone backwards and put on clothes. Idiots. Yeah. Yeah. But that would be good. I feel when people fight, they often take their clothes off. Like, there seems to be an instinct for it. You to know, take off that? your shirt. Take off your shirt, yeah. Which right. I always thought was a bad idea. It's a, I think it's a good idea if you look good with your shirt off. Oh, like an intimidation thing. Yeah, but for us... None, none of those I don't guys think I've I don't, seen do that. I don't think our chests... <laughs> if anything, us with our shirt off makes the other person yeah. think, I think I'm going to be fine, actually. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I'm going to beat the shit out of you, you little fucking weasel. The fucking disgusting buddy. <laughs> yeah, you scrawny weasel fuck. I'm going to eat you. I'm going to wear an oversized shirt. Like I'm yeah. out a bit more than I am. They should just go to like North Korea or something, get fighters, and be like, hey guys, do you want to enter a hundred million pound tournament? And everyone be like, a hundred million? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 normal MMA, but uh, you can also pull the dick, twist the balls, <laughs> thumb the eyes, and bite. Have fun. <laughs> when does it end? Death? Uh, no, it ends when the other person submits. But within that, <laughs> Uh, you know, let's say you're wrestling with someone, you're you're kind of losing. You can bite off their nose. Yeah, and they can the, bite off your nose. Add in the super moves. Yeah, special moves. Yeah, yeah. So you got the whole time you're just protecting your dick, and you're really afraid of their mouth. That that would really change the. You could find like Anthony Joshua, not as good as everyone thinks. Yeah, because with those rules, the mouth. The human yeah. mouth, I would say the jaw is probably, like, if you get any piece of their flesh in your mouth, you uh, can bite it off. I reckon so, yeah. So so that would really change how comfortable people are on Just the ground. Bite Anthony Joshua's hands off. Yeah. What are you going to do now? Uh, probably keep punching you in the face. What? No. He's got no hands. <laughs> you can't bite a whole hand off. You can bite a thumb off. What are you maybe. talking about? You said anything. You can bite to the bone. I don't think you could mouth. bite off a, fin a whole finger. I reckon you can bite off a finger. I reckon so. You'd have to bite through the bone. No, but I reckon if you get the little... But the bones aren't solid in your finger. They're all like little bits, aren't they? Well, I don't, I've never really dug in to find out. Well, have you not seen like an x-ray? I, be I believe you. I know what you're saying, but like, I still think it would take some... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> stick I, around for the Patreon episode where Bobby's going to try and bite. <laughs> I really... I still think it would take quite an effort to bite off a digit. I reckon you can do it. Okay. okay that's not trying hard enough. Uh, well, I just want to see how it tasted. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon if you if you like if you like get in the joint, right? Tastes like a dog's asshole. I don't know why, but oh, um no. <laughs> So 
Yeah, I just think that'd be a good super tournament. I think so, yeah. And you get the best fight. Because it there'd would... be somebody who, who in normal fighting isn't really that respected, but yeah. is really good with eyes. There's just going to be like a homeless crackhead. Yeah. Is just actually the best fighter. Ready. Never just stops. Ready to use teeth. <laughs> Extra developed draw. Yeah. Gunning it's like a, zo- a zombie. A zomb- it's kind of like a zombie. You, know? you see homeless people gunning. That's them training. Yeah. <laughs> would you. <laughs> but would you. Would you, do you think you'd be better in a fight with none of that or with biting and balls twists allowed? Oh. But they're also allowed to do it. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I'd be better. I think I'd be ball focused. Focus my game on that. No, you just get your mouth near their ear and you bite it off. Yeah, I could do that. Nobody's but do you reckon that? No, but balls would be more. De- if someone bit your ear and you grab them by the balls, I'd be like, take my ear. Don't take my balls. Yeah, it would be a, a battle to see who submits first. The one getting <laughs> yeah. their ears slowly bitten off or the one getting their balls twisted. I reckon twisting balls hurts more than that, I reckon. That would be the be battle. Yeah. That would be the the suspense. Yeah. That's and then that's where the fans come from. And then the, the winner the winner of the tournament has no eyes, no ears, <laughs> half a nose, and they're dying. And they get a hundred million and then die holding their briefcase of money. And then Kim Jong un walks up and says, I'll take that money back. Thank you. Good entertainment though. They they don't do enough um tournament fighters. You know, like the movies. They're so exciting a tournament fighter. I know. They don't do that. I haven't seen that. Yeah, they never enough. Do. No, because they did it in Japan in like the eighties. It was sick. I think they, I, I, yeah, they, they just get more money from one-offs. There was a guy who fought, um, fought for an hour and a half. It was a time limitless fight. What style of fight? It was like MMA. Okay. And he he beat the UFC champion. Okay. And then he had to go fight a guy immediately afterwards oh who was twice his size. <laughs> and did he lose? No, he so he fought the guy for 10 minutes, which is supposed to be a round, and then he collapsed from exhaustion. That he makes... fought for almost two hours. He fought a guy before him as well. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was still like, could have beat anyone in the world in a street yeah. fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as it lasted two hours. <laughs> no, but he would just win. Like, yeah, he, he a was normal amazing, person yeah. lasts two minutes yeah. and then is done and tired. <laughs> yeah. And then he just beat the fuck out of them. <laughs> Where does your brain go if you fought for an hour and a half? I think you just are very present. Like, Jesus. Yeah. I Do you think? Know. But I think you go present, then you you couldn't maintain that level of flow. How did you probably I get just be here? like, what the fuck is? What mistakes have I, I made? Did that I leave led the door open? Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to be naked? Why are my balls in this guy's? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> We've got a a Patreon trial right now where you can do a trial sign up for seven days. So if you're fucking loving this podcast and you want more of it, sign up right now for seven days. See what it's like to be a Patreon. If you hate it, you can cancel. If you forget to delete your card details, we can get your money. (laughs) (laughs) Try it out. Just try it out. All right. Today, this is a history podcast. Oh, yeah. So far, we've talked about the history of fighting and the future of fighting. Mm -hmm. But now we're going back to a year, which I don't think we've done, but we may have done. And if we have, we haven't done what I'm going to talk about. 18. 17. Yeah, I didn't recognize that. Yeah. No, I don't know so, 1817. 
That's when we're going back to. Okie dokie. Cowboys? Do you know how many years ago that was? That's like... 205. Six. Quick maths. Just did it. Six. Okay. In 1817, an army of 5,423 soldiers led by General Jose de San Martin crossed the Andes from Argentina to liberate Chile and then Peru. So this guy is a fucking badass. Jose de San Martin. He's the guy that took back a lot of South America from the Spanish. Fuck yeah. So he was like their George Washington. Jose. Jose. You did it with 5,000 men. Yeah. It's not very many. What are they fighting with here? Like one shot things. It's going to be like one shot muskets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And knives. Hand to hand. Uh, Yeah, kissing too. Kissing. Men of that area didn't like being kissed. So if you kissed a man, they'd often fall down and pass out in shock. That's an effective weapon. Yeah. Uh, Well, you'd be good at that. Yeah. Luke, the kisser, chill turn. (laughs) How's your neck feeling? It's quite sore. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. It's okay. I wish I could make you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this guy, Jose de San Martin. So he was simply known as Jose de San Martin. But his real name was Jose Francisco de San Martin E. Matores. E, like, and. <laughs> no, I know that you're a Spanish speaker, and I think yeah. I said that correctly. <laughs> Why did you change it? Well, he just shortened it. He took off the E. <laughs> Matoras. <laughs> it just had a better ring to it, you know? Yeah. If you're going to be a badass, you got to have a. He's, he's known name. as the, the liberator of Argentina, Chile, and Peru. So he, he was an Argentine general and primary leader of the southern and central parts of South America's successful struggle for independence from the Spanish Empire, who served as the protector of Peru. So he was born in uh, Yapeyeu, Corrientes, in modern-day or Argentina, and he left the viceroyalty of the Rio de la Plata at the early age of seven to study in Spain. So this guy went to Spain. mm he went to Malaga. He touched at seven. Yeah. You ever been to Malaga? I've been to Malaga, yeah. Yeah, this guy was doing fucking body shots off hen parties. Holy shit. He was having a crazy time yeah. at seven. And then he was learning <laughs> how to kill the Spanish also. <laughs> he turned Spain against itself. Yeah, so in 1808, after taking part in the uh, Peninsular War against France, he contacted South American supporters of independence from Spain in London. So in eighteen twelve he set sail for Buenos Aires and offered his services to the United Provinces of the Rio de la Plata, present day Argentina. After the Battle of San Lorenzo in time commanding the Army of the North during eighteen fourteen, he organized a plan to defeat the Spanish forces that menaced the provinces from the north, using an alternative path to the Viceroyalty of Peru. The objective First involved the establishment of a new army, the Army of the Andes. From there, he led the crossing of the Andes to Chile and triumphed off the Battle of Chacabuco and the Battle of Majpu, thus liberating <laughs> Chile from royalist rule. 
<laughs> then he sailed to attack the Spanish stronghold of Lima, Peru. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, what happened at the Battle of Chacabuco? I'll tell you. You're reading this directly off Wikipedia. No, I'm reading it from my notes. (laughs) I'm reading it from my notes, my extensive research. And a copy and paste job. No, I copied, I I researched from multiple sources (laughs) that all start with wiki. (laughs) Wikis, my wiki sources, and then... He just hadn't read any of the words aloud. <laughs> so yeah, when I read things aloud for the first time, I have a different intonation than when I read them in my head after after hours and hours of research. So in your head, it sounds pretty <laughs> like you know what you're talking about. Excuse, no. <laughs> for a man who San doesn't have a neck, Jose. you're quite bold. <laughs> so here's how the battle happened. San Martin sent his troops down the mountain starting at midnight of the... Of the 11th to prepare for an attack at dawn. At dawn, his troops were much closer to the Wait, royalists. What time is dawn? It's when the sun rises. Okay. They didn't know. They said when the sun comes up, you attack. They weren't like yeah. at 620. They didn't have watches and shit. Yeah. Well, they had watches, but your watch doesn't say when the sun's coming up unless it's like a digital watch <laughs> or a sundial. Yeah. But the, okay. So. <laughs> At dawn, his troops were much closer to the royalists than anticipated, but fought hard and heroically. Meanwhile, the other troops had to descend a narrow path that proved long and arduous, taking longer than expected. So General O'Hagan, supposedly seeing his homeland become overcome with passion, abandoned the plan of attack and charged along with his 1,500 soldiers. What exactly happened in this part of the battle is fiercely debated. O'Hagan's claim that the royalists stopped their retreat and started advancing towards his troops. He said if he were to lead his men back up the narrow path and retreat, his men would have been picked off one by one. San Martin saw Higgins' premature advance and ordered Solar to charge the Royalist flank, taking the pressure off O'Higgins and allowing his troops to hold their ground. So these three guys are working together, O'Higgins and Solar and San Martin, right? They all have yeah. their own, and they're all trying to attack the same point. So the ensuing firefight lasted in the afternoon. The tide turned for the Army of the Andes, as Solar captured a key Royalist artillery point. Hell yeah. At this point, the Royalists set up a defensive square around Chacabuco Ranch. O'Higgins charged at the center of the Royalist positions, while Solar moved into position behind the Royalists, cutting off any chance to retreat. That's never good when you get outflanked. No, no, no. Once there's surrounded. people behind you and in front of you, yeah. you're fucked. You can go sideways. Yeah, but they should have not sideways. on a mountain. Uh, yeah. Harder to decide was on a mountain because then you're just walking through fucking dense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mountain forest. Yeah. Or jungle. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever they call that. I don't know the fancy science for this. So O'Higgins and his men overwhelmed the Royalist troops. When they attempted to treat, Solar's men cut them off and pushed towards the ranch. Hand to hand combat ensued and around the ranch until every Royalist soldier was dead or taken captive. 500 Royalist soldiers were killed and 600 taken prisoner. Then the Army of the Andes lost only 12 men in battle. What? But an additional 120 lost their lives from wounds suffered during the battle. Okay, so they lost 132. Yeah, they got... They. It, the thing is, if it's not a lot of gunfighting, a gunfire, yeah. yeah, you get stabbed, takes a while to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Would you rather be in a gunfight? Or like a hand-to-hand. Depends on the size of the person. Yeah. 
I mean, okay, a gunfight if the person's bigger than me. Yeah, yeah. Because then I'm a smaller target. They're a bigger <laughs> target. Inherently, I now have an advantage. <laughs> They're easier to hit. I'm harder to hit. A knife fight. If they're smaller than me, because yeah. then I have more reach, and therefore I can stab them before they can stab me. Yeah, this is this is good logic. Yes. I like this. Battle uh, IQ, hi. Thank you. Yeah. You would have done well under Solar's leadership. I wouldn't have necessarily. I think I would have been more an office guy. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, I'd, be, I'd be making the hard choices like... Um, what should we feed them for breakfast this morning? <laughs> yeah. The boys need their breakfast. They get very angry. So that's that battle. That's pretty interesting. You're thinking, fuck, is that the only battle? No, no. If you remember, I was talking about the Battle of Majpu. Oh, yeah. So Majpu was also a very fascinating battle. This is after the one in... Yeah. This is after that one. Yeah. I could tell you the story, but actually it would take too long. But all you need to know is this guy was a fucking hero. Mm -hmm. He spent some time in Spain, and then he was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going to liberate these countries. And he just went back, and he fucking did it. How come he went to Spain in the first place? Because that's where, if you know, you're going to get a better education yeah. at that time in history. You're going to get a better education in Europe than you are, you yeah. know, probably probably anywhere else. Like, But, but maybe I'm wrong on but that. I'm guessing but. he must have been like a elite kind of... Guy, he was a fucking right? general, yeah. A royalist himself. Yeah, yeah but he got to go to Spain. He didn't. He was like had allied himself with Spain until 1812, and then was just like, nah, Fuck let's take guys. back our fucking homeland. Yeah, butas. So then, then what happened once he got his homelands? That's a great question. You know, like because they split up then into Peru, Argentina, and Chile. Yeah, but he was the hero of all of them. Really, they all love him. Yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah, he's he's um. Nation spanning hero. Yeah, people he's so after his retirement. Why is Jody laughing? Jody, why are you laughing? I thought that was a really good point. Um <laughs> what's the the battle of where? Majpoo. <laughs> Majpoo. <laughs> um have you got some dust or something on your screen? Why? <laughs> Is that the setup to a put down or something? Have yeah, you got some dust it, in it's, your it's, screen? It's called my poo. It's M A I P U. I don't know where this J came from. <laughs> That's the way you say it in the native. Well, okay. Well, what happened is I need glasses, and sometimes an eye looks like a J. My <laughs> I was like mash poo. That doesn't sound like a kind of South American place. Maybe it's like a Mahpu. No, I just looked at my pronunciation, my poo. My poo. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, continue with your lecture, Bobby. So, um, thank God we got you here. Yeah, otherwise, no one would know what was going on. <laughs> so, so, after, so then he retired and he ended up living in Britain. Oh, why didn't he want to live in his home? His well, he tried. I don't know. He just, he was a guy. I'm done with it. He ended up. He tried to move to France. It didn't work out. He moved to Britain. Then he moved to Brussels in oh. Belgium. He was all over the place. And then he he was waiting on Mercedes. I think that's his daughter to complete her education. So he's making sure his daughter gets educated. Was, was the car around at that point? No. Um, eighteen. You think there was a car in eighteen twenty? I don't. I don't know when cars were invented. 
1824. You think there were cars in the early 1800s? Like good ones. You think the automobile has existed for 200 years? Why are you shaming me about this? When do you think Henry Ford was alive? I have no idea. Really? Like like, you're like I feel like I can convince you. How long do you think humanity's existed for? Like 10,000 years. Well, the Bible says roughly that. So that you, yeah. Do you okay? I, that'd be a great way to find out you're just like a, a really <laughs> intense Christian man. That's what the Bible says. So yeah. I was, I was raised Christian. Were you? Well, stealth Christian. I thought I was Christian. I went to a religious school. Yeah. And we used to bully the kids who were atheist. And it turned out my mom had lied and I'd never been baptized. So I was not Christian. How would you bully them? You know, it's usual. Say like punch him and be like, "Do you not believe in God?" <laughs> in really? <Fidel? laughs> yeah. How old were they? I don't know. Like, well, like primary school. You just you'd you'd hit other kids for not believing <laughs> not in God. Me, but as a collective, we'd be unpleasant to the atheists and the non-believers because <laughs> they were disgusting, sinful scum. That makes a lot of sense. And it was it was interesting because it was religiously diverse school. Like there were Muslims and Jewish people and Christians. All cool, but not the atheists. Fuck those guys. No, the godless heathens need yeah. to be. And oh boy, did that switch around in secondary school. Then the Christians got bullied. Yeah. They That's... were like fucking virgin losers. Yeah. German inventor Carl Dreis drove his daddy horse, the earliest form of the bicycle in Mineham. The daddy horse? His. Okay, I. Uh, I got the name like wrong. Riding his dad around. It, it was actually called the Dandy Horse. <laughs> I don't know why I read Daddy. Uh, this is my new invention. It's called the Daddy Horse. Yeah, you're gonna need to change the name, man, because nobody wants to ride their own Daddy. What are you talking about? I love riding my Daddy. <laughs> yeah, the Dandy Horse was the first like. I mean, Dandy Horse isn't much better. Bicycle. It's like, ooh, I'm the Dandy Horse. It was the first means of transport that made use of the two-wheel principle and was the forerunner of the bicycle. <laughs> Sorry, the two-wheel principle. Yeah, the two-wheel principle. <laughs> what scientist came up with that one? You, I, the, Dude, you've been following the 95-wheel principle. The principle. <laughs> you don't know what the two-wheeler principle is. What's that? It's like a science thing. <laughs> I can see you typing furiously <laughs> to find out. The two wheeler principle is like, you know, it's when the <laughs> idea you gonna is say <laughs> you're on two wheels and you balance it, and then it's a two wheel thing. That's that's the principle. That's the principle. Just like, hey, if you're on two wheels, it should work itself out. <laughs> Before that, they always thought they needed three wheels. Turns out the person can balance the two wheels. What? Yeah, so that's a two-wheeler principle. I don't believe it. The dandy horse, it was foot-propelled and powered by the rider's feet on the ground instead of pedals. Wait, so it's like a giant child's bike. But there's no pedals. Like a toddler's so just, pedal bike. Yeah, but it's a way of like transporting goods, you know? If you have a basket, you, have a basket you put some bottles in the basket and you can use your feet. It's better. Well, if things are too heavy to carry, yeah, you got to use your feet. They hadn't thought of the pedal thing yet. So, so, so there was a time when everyone was like, whoa, he's got the latest fucking bicycle wish. And then he's just. And he's going over ramps, just walking over ramps slowly. Get on the back, baby. I'm taking you back to my ranch.
Um, how far is it? They, how can they carry goods though if it's just being pulled by a guy? It can't be that much. Well, you just put whatever just you can in the it. basket part. Yeah. You can just carry that on foot, no? Is well, it not I don't as know. It depends how strong you are. Okay. <laughs> but, like, yeah, there's. There, it, it was. Uh, the dandy bike. It's, dandy horse. The dandy horse. It was it's a bike. A, no, well, it was kind of like a bike, except no pedals. And they didn't know what a bike was at that point, so they had to call no, it the a bike horse. hadn't been invented. <laughs> so if you showed a guy in this period an actual bike, you'd be like, what's up with that horse? Yes, they'd that, call it a that horse. That is one wonky horse you got there, partner. <laughs> yeah. This is cowboy times, right? Yeah, relatively cowboy yeah. times. <laughs> Relative cowboy times. Not well. The cowboys are like the you know American. Yeah, that's in America. Where where are we? South America. No, the bike. Where's the bike? That was in Germany. What? When did we get to Germany? In Mannheim. We've been in Germany for how long? No, this is just in Germany. This is Carl Drast, the inventor of the. Uh, oh, this is a separate. This is not related to Jose. No. Oh. <laughs> I was just making. I was introducing oh, a new fact. He's the. Good. History is crazy. It's so yeah, hard. Carl Drass, he was the father of the bicycle. The dandy horse. <laughs> yeah, well, the dandy horse is the mother of the bicycle. He's the father. He fucked the dandy horse and made a bike. I don't know. <laughs> he invented other shit. His earliest, he, he, he also invented the earliest typewriter with a keyboard in 1821. Whoa. He later developed a sten stenograph machine, which used 16 characters, advice to record piano music on paper the first meat grinder and a wood-saving cooker, including the earliest hay chest. He also invented two four-wheeled human-powered vehicles, the second of which he presented in Vienna to the Congress of the Congress, carving up Europe after Napoleon's defeat. Wait, people, people-powered cars. So, like, no. he made, like, the Flintstone mobile. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, it was a human-powered four-wheel vehicle. It was. This guy legit invented the Flintstone car, yeah. <laughs> that was his invention. None of these inventions are helpful. The thing is, they had wagons at that time, which yeah, is funny. Because yeah. everyone's like, yeah, the horse pulls the wagon, we put a bunch of shit in, it works. He's like, no, no, what if we were the horses? <laughs> everyone's like, this idea sucks, man. So he's, but he's revered for the two-wheeled principle. That was his biggest contribution, I think. That was his magnum Rather than the, the Flintstones car thing didn't really catch up. Uh, yeah, that was but he also time. developed a foot-driven human-powered railway vehicle, um, <laughs> which is even used today for railway, railway hand cars. It's called the, the Dressine. Is that, that's the one you pump? Um, yeah. yeah. That's fun. Pump, you pump it and it goes. Yeah. That was all him. So he's done a lot okay. of shit. Yeah. This guy. He invented loads of stuff. Um... I assume that's how it works with inventors, right? You have your early phase, not not as good. But you know, I like I always like reading about people's deaths because there's always these inventors. They have a hot streak. They invent a bunch of shit, mm. but unless they really have follow through, they end up broke, and yeah. that's what happened to him. So his undoing had been the fact that he'd publicly renounced his noble title in 1848 and adopted the name Citizen Carl Dress as a tribute to the French Revolution. He died penniless in 1851. <laughs> the house in which he lived last is just two blocks away from where at a young time Carl Benz was raised. Mercedes Benz. Uh, so that's coming back. Yeah. In 1985, West Germany issued a commemorative postage stamp. 
um, uh, for his 200th birthday. That's nice. You lived to 200. What? <laughs> lived to no, they're just celebrating his 200th birthday. <laughs> oh, he clearly didn't but he's live. Not there. No, well, that's that's a thing people do. What? No, have, no. have you heard of Have you heard of uh, Christmas? What? That's <laughs> Jesus's birthday. It was his 2000. That's not mentioned anywhere in the this Bible. year. He that's turned 2023. Some, some pagan bullshit. This year, Jesus turned 2023. What? That's so old. That's that. But he is alive, right? Jesus. Yeah. He came back. In our hearts. No, but he came back. He didn't die twice. He was resurrected. Yeah. And then, then he was like, hey, Mary, I'm But then back. he went back to heaven, didn't he? He didn't just sit Did around. He? Yeah, he didn't. He, the, the, the rumor is not that he's just wandering the earth. I thought he was just doing no, good in the background. The realm is not that Jesus is just like fairy godmothering around the fucking planet. Just, what? So he's just not doing anything? No, then. they took him back to heaven. What's he doing there? I don't know. Just telling people like, yeah, you weren't very good, were you? Oh, it's a bit judgy. Mm. I'd be uploads of atheists for you, man. Yeah. I hope he's proud of me. So in, in 1817, the uh, the first Seminole War begins in Florida. There was a war in Florida? Yeah. It was a series of three military con- conflicts between the U.S. and the Seminoles that took place in Florida between 1860 and 1858. Do you think Florida still even back then had that reputation of being the just state full of fucking wreckheads. You ever seen that thing? Florida man, you type in a date and it'll just be doing the craziest stuff. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Florida man's attack. Type in Florida man 1817. Okay. I see what was going on. Florida man. I'm typing with one hand. So that's such Eight, a you don't need to flex, seven, bro. Teen, I can do it. I can type <laughs> no faster with one flex, hand bro. than a lot of people can do it too. Uh nothing comes up because <laughs> there weren't there's not news articles from eighteen seventeen that just pop up on Google, you know. The eighteen hundreds suck. Yeah. They didn't he, have a little boy throwing papers around on his, his dandy bike. Dandy horse. Okay. In eighteen seventeen the first cholera pandemic originates in Bengal, reaching Calcutta by September. Have you ever got cholera? No. You just have a vibe of someone who's like, yeah, I had cholera when I was 14. I have the vibe of someone who had cholera. <laughs> yeah, like you made it through, but like. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? <laughs> your immune system was just so weak as a child that like, you're like, mom, I got cholera at school. And she's I, like, yeah, that makes sense. I hate this narrative. <laughs> I would be fine if I had cholera. Yeah, I, it killed a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but not me. I think it's killed millions. What is it's like diarrhea, basically, right? Yeah, I've had diarrhea. Are you bragging? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't kill me. <laughs> yeah, cholera in 2023 still killed 163 people worldwide. No, I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. I was trying to be all clever and type it in and just know. You ever do that, though, where you're talking to somebody and they're like, what do you think? What do you think of this issue? And you go, oh, that's it. I'll tell you in a second. And then you go Google it and you come back and you're an expert. And they're like, wow, you really know what you're talking about. And you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to leave out that I just read the same article you probably fucking read. And now we're just literally summing up an article to each other yeah. and pretending it's an intellectual conversation. <laughs> 
That's all academia is, is like people just this is a very good point. reciting that articles they read to each other and acting like it was their fucking yeah. idea. That used to piss me off when, when I went to university. They were like, you have to cite someone else. You can't just say something. And I'm like, but someone at some point just said something, right? Yeah. Yeah. So why are we, why is his opinion? And he's like so old. History is, you know, it's probably built, wrong. Built on the shoulders of other people. Yeah. Pre-Google people. Fact. That is a, there's a quote some there. What was Isaac Newton's quote? About the shoulders of giants. Yeah. So. Fuck. I, Isn't that crazy, though? There used to be giants, and then they all died whoa. and we forgot about them. Yeah. So somebody should wrote that down. <laughs> Gravity's a bitch, man. Yeah. Yeah, gravity shrunk us they just, all. They just died if they fell over. Gravity so shrunk tall. us as it got more powerful. Is that true? The taller you are, the harder you hit the ground, right? So if you're a tall, skinny man. Yeah, the, har- the harder your face would hit the ground. Yeah, if like a child fell over under their face, yeah. you would have longer in the air between your head and the ground, so therefore you would be going faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's more dangerous. Wait, no, everything falls at the same speed, doesn't it? Wait, Jody? Well, no, if, no, you, if not... you drop a thing, <laughs> yeah, there, there's a constant air, air resistance. No, yeah, but weight, weight doesn't matter. No, gra- there's a gravitational constant about how quickly things fall. Yeah, but actually, but you need does... enough time. Oh, it's I think it's nine point eight, nine point eight something. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Nine point eight meters per second, right? Yeah. Because you learn so much in this podcast. Wow. Nine point eight, that's how fast things fall, 9.8 meters per second. But does it speed up, or is that the constant of falling? It must but speed up. it must up. speed up, yeah. Otherwise, Otherwise people you'd be would fine sur- jumping off a building. Yeah. Or, like, if you got airborne at all, it'd you'd be a disaster. You'd be dead. <laughs> Walking would be fucking awful. Yeah, you must speed up. If you no. skipped, your legs would just break. <laughs> that's why you, if you throw a penny off of, like, a high-rise, it can kill someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a great man. That'd be amazing warfare. <laughs> like if you're if you're like in a city and you're on the top floor of a high rise and there's troops coming in, you just start chucking fucking Loose change out at them and it's just Crack going sand, through their out a thousand Nazis. Yeah, in the final that'd be stand. that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, you don't need bullets anymore. It's just like my <laughs> coins do the work for me. What were we talking about? 1817 cholera hits fuck we talked about it okay <laughs> we know it. quite Listen, right i Col- felt like that whole bit was just set up so that you could say i had cholera well it wasn't set up it's just what's the stupidest disease you've had well i don't know like every disease i've had yeah i i probably um you've had ringworm I've no, I've thought I had ringworm before, but then it was just a rash. Uh, he tried to manifest it. Yeah, ringworm, you get that from livestock. Yeah, I've had ringworm. That yeah, again, twice. <laughs> Do you know where you got it from? <laughs> yeah, I got it from wrestling a mule. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> he insisted we wrestle naked. Yeah, you like, call oh, it wrestling. It fine. Yeah, try to make try to make love to a mule. <laughs> Why are you wrestling with that mule's asshole with an erection? It's an effective move. <laughs> and the mule vomited and started crying. Hey, you shut up. Don't link it to that story. She was a beautiful of mule. age mule. <laughs> Reasons that mules don't age like humans. So it's actually okay. Did you know in 1817, 
British botanist Joseph Dalton Hooker was born. <laughs> no. He was. It's a fact. He was uh he was the best friend of you heard of Charlie Darwin. Uh is he the brother of Charles Darwin. <laughs> no, they have the same name. They're the same guy, Charlie Darwin. I call him Charlie because I'm so acquainted with his theories. Yeah. I've read all about his evolution ideas. Oh, this is one of Charlie's hits. Yeah, yeah. One of yeah. His, so this guy is Charlie's friend, Joey, Joey Dalton Hooker. Yeah. He went, yeah. And uh, they're best friends, and he's a botanist. And that, that's nice, isn't it? Everybody has friends. It is cute. Is Darwin a popular guy? Well, he was unpopular with religious people because um, he was the first guy that was like, hey, actually, this is how the world works. By the way, he was religious. He was religious at the beginning of his life, but then uh, he had a daughter that died who he loved very much, and also he discovered evolution. Yeah. He figured out that everything's evolving from everything else, you know? Yeah. So then he wasn't religious, and he died an atheist. But I was in, I think it was in St. Paul's or Westminster Abbey once. It's one of those two. Yeah. And Darwin's in the fucking church. He's buried in the church. They got him in Wait, the end. What? They buried him. Oh, dead. D Darwin's yeah. de not alive. <laughs> dead. <laughs> they bury him alive like he's just still scratching the last. Like, you guys let me out now? I'm yeah. fucking Charles Darwin. Well, Westminster Abbey. Yeah, that's it, I think. Yeah. So is the science museum just like, what the f we want Yeah, why, why don't we get boys. Darwin's body? Yeah. I'd, I'd stuff him, have him like pointing at me. Do you Sometimes I think um, Darwin is—is is he kind of responsible for the Holocaust? <laughs> Why do you think that? Because <laughs> well, I'll science... let you take this one. <laughs> <laughs> like the Nazis were like, I think it's a very reasonable thing to. The Nazis loved evolution. Well, they just like the idea of uh, that they were the most evolved. Yeah, yeah, but that's not yeah, his that, fault. Yeah, but if he hadn't been around. You know, no creationist is like has ever been like ah the Jews. I think you're wrong. Evolutionary, uh, maybe you're right. No, you're very wrong. <laughs> they all were like that, actually. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> you're, you're, it's not but, but they weren't as effective because they were religious. I think they were also pretty effective. Whereas the Nazis were very effective because they were scientifically minded. Yeah, yeah. For sure, they had a good like. A good run of like six, seven, eight, maybe ten years. Yeah, but that's you know, Rose. But he like if he didn't come up with that theory, the Nazis probably wouldn't be like, you know, that. I think they would have thought of another theory to justify <laughs> what they wanted to do. You reckon they weren't like, listen, we don't want to do this, but scientifically, Darwin said we had to. <laughs> they weren't like chained to the theory of evolution. <laughs> that's not why they committed the Holocaust. I don't know, man. I think you read like half the book. <laughs> Whatever the book is. The book's the Bible, my friend. Yeah, and you're a good reader of it. And that's why you have a stiff neck, so you can only look forward at the pages of your Bible. You, you mm -hmm. turned your head and looked in too many other directions. God is punishing you. Ah. Well, we're going to do one more story. And then we're going to go to the Patreon because we've got some questions to answer in the Patreon episode. Okay. Who would win in a wrestling fight between Luke Chilton and No, that's Darwin. in the Patreon episode, Joey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darwin that's... versus Luke. Oh, bro. Well, yeah. like... How big's Darwin? Now or then? <laughs> then. I bet he was pretty short. Everybody, it's like 20 years ago. He would have been shorter. 
Yeah, but he's got like hardy. I don't know. I feel like people back then were also hardy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? More lifting. And a big beard that you could like grab on. Oh, yeah, no, well. he's. he's yeah. No, yeah, Luke would just try to come in it. That's his thing. <laughs> He'll be royal put off. Man. Make him cry. <laughs> play the long game. <laughs> he was six foot. So he was six shorty. foot. Yeah, That's yeah. huge for back then. Jesus. He's taller than I am. She's taller than me. He would have. That's what? like fucking towering for, for the early 1800s. Being six feet tall, it's like being six five now. Bruh. I thought, how tall are you, Luke? You seem really I'm five eleven and three quarters. Oh, yeah. You yeah, he's got a quarter of an inch foot. on you. Fucking Darwin. He'd look down at you. Like, he's got it all. Short fuck. Do you think he fucked a lot? I hope so. He was it's... like, I'm the smartest man. It's your duty to fuck me. I'm Charles Darwin. I think he was a married man. I think he's a loyal married man. I wouldn't want to imply Charles Darwin cheated on his wife, but if he did, it was probably with an advanced primate species. Yeah, just to, I knew it. To, I had to do some tests. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, he's married to his first cousin. That's very normal. That's very normal. We're not going to start shaming people on this podcast historically for being married to their first cousins. Everybody back then married and fucked their cousins in that order. They were, But they were not going to start going down that road of like, how can you marry your cousin? We all have cousins that are hot. Let's not pretend we don't. Luke has like three cousins he's dated. I hope your cousin's listening to this. Like, what are you, Luke, why are you telling people we hate it? It's like, I just thought we'd a thing. Well, that has been our episode. If you enjoyed it. What was the story you were going to tell? Shut up, Luke. That was the end. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. In 1817, a Scottish inventor, Alexander Wood, invented the first true hypodermic syringe. What does hypodermic mean? You don't get to find out. That's been our episode. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Red wasn't here, but I feel like in spirit, we had another idiot who was. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you. You always arrive so happy and leave so dissatisfied. Yeah, my self-esteem has taken a blow. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it existed in the first place feels like a victory for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, I'm tired. I need to eat something. Check out our Patreon episode where Luke's going to tell me a bunch of weird stories. Yeah. Um, huh? Is that what's happening? Subscribe now to the Patreon if thank you to our super genius patrons, Christopher Spencer Matthew, we love you. Thank you to all our patrons. Why is he super genius? They know. They already know. You said everyone was scum on this podcast. No, I didn't say everyone was scum. <laughs> you said they were people with their lives. The people apart. give us the most. Now you're calling the people super genius. The people who give us the <laughs> most money. Do? The people who give us the most money and allow this podcast to continue. This is not a cheap setup. It's a lot to maintain. <laughs> Who's paying just for you to say that? And yeah, so it's the, a bit like Scientology. This podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're super genius. Never four thousand. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thank you for appearing, Luke. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. I need to wee. Can I wee? That was another episode of The Year Is. Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a review. It all helps. I'd like to thank our producer, Jody, And also I'd like to thank uh, Josh Weller. 
for our intro music and song. It's uh, it's very catchy. It's very nice. I'm sure you will enjoy it at the beginning. So big thanks for Josh Weller. He's on Instagram at Josh Weller. Josh Weller. Follow him and uh, keep spreading the word of the year is. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.